Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Well, hello. I hope that you have enjoyed this very first month of our study of the crown. We've been studying primarily from Psalm 23, the characteristics of a good shepherd, and we are going to tie this into both David and Christ as they were both shepherds, Christ self-describing through the words of the Holy Spirit in John 10 that he was the good shepherd. He is our good shepherd. So what I wanted us to talk about today is the proverb to which your attention was directed in this lesson, and that's Proverb 27, and it is the last paragraph of this proverb that I wanted us to talk about today. It says, this is command to a shepherd, and we're kind of thinking about a literal shepherd here, but the application that we're going to make is to the shepherds who are the bishops, the pastors, the elders, the overseers of the church today. So let's think about these, this little paragraph at the end of Proverbs 27. It says, be diligent, careful, taking heed, in other words, to know the state of your flocks and look well to your herds. For riches are not forever, and does the crown endure to every generation? The hay appears, and the tender grass shows itself, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lambs are for your clothing, and the goats are the price of the field. And you shall have goat's milk enough for your food, for the body of thy household, and for the maintenance for thy maiden. So we're really talking about a shepherd and a goat herd. Here, when we look at this paragraph, but I want us to just notice four characteristics that are very clear of a good shepherd in this passage. And then we'll think about our Lord as being that good shepherd, and we'll also think about what it takes to be a good shepherd in the congregation of the body of Christ, a good elder. So, first of all, be thou diligent. I'm not sure what your version might say. I haven't looked at this in other versions, but it means to take care, to take heed, to be very involved in the sheep, to know what's going on with the sheep. I've been watching some videos this morning about shepherding and sheep and some amazing videos of the sheep being shorn because of an infestation of either flies or maggots. And those severe cases where the flies can cause the actual flesh to be eaten. And as I watched them shearing those sheep whose flesh were being eaten by pests, um, it really kind of tore my heart. It was, it was, it looked extremely painful. But the shepherd said he would not notice that. He would never know because, of course, the sheep was covered with a thick wool, a thick fur, if you will. And so you wouldn't see those maggots, but you had to tell. The shepherd has to tell by being tuned into the behavior of the sheep. And he said that they start to scratch. They start to be very ill-tempered. And they start to fidget 
and they're unable to lay down and rest. And when that happens, you need to examine the wool and see what's underneath the surface. You have to be involved knowing the lives and behavior of the sheep. Well, I think that's like Jesus is certainly involved in our lives. He's infinitely knowledgeable of our lives. But I think it's also like the shepherds in the congregation. If we look at Acts 20, verse 28, where um, Paul there is talking to the Ephesian elders. He's, his, he's giving them a charge. And he says in verse 28, Acts 20, verse 28, Take heed, therefore. That's the same thing. Be diligent. Know what's going on with your sheep. Take heed, therefore, to yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Spirit hath made you overseers or bishops. You be sure you're involved and you know what's going on with the sheep. That's what this verse says. Going back to our proverb, be diligent to know the state of your flocks and look well to your herds. Listen, for riches are not forever, and does the crown endure to every generation? The hay appears, the tender grass shows itself, the herbs of the mountain are gathered, the lambs are for your clothing, and the goats are the price of the field. You can't afford to keep your field unless you keep up your goats. You can't, it goes ahead and says that the lambs are for your clothing. You won't be able to have the clothing that you need if you don't have the lamb's wool that you need you got to take care of your lambs because this is the end game there will be rewards i think that we as christians have to constantly keep in mind that we we want to follow the shepherd because he knows what is best in the end game for us. That's really what Romans 8, 28 means, that all things are going to work together for good to those who love him and are the called according to his purpose. He knows the end game for us. And so we trust the shepherd because he, he knows that the rewards come when the sheep are well cared for. He knows what's best for us. So then in verse uh, 25, we see that it's very personal for the shepherd. The hay appears, the tender grass shows itself, the herbs of the mountain are gathered, the lambs are for your clothing, and the goats are the price of the field. Not only is he about what's best for the sheep, but he understands that the shepherd will be blessed, that the shepherd will... Jesus, of course, is has already risen to victory, but those shepherds in our congregation, those elders themselves, will have to give an account for our souls in the end, and they will be blessed. The lambs are for their clothing, and the goats are the price of the field. It's personal. It's about the future comfort of those congregational shepherds. And then in verse 27, And you, shepherd, you will have goat's milk enough for your food, for the food of your household, and for the maintenance of your maidens. In other words, you're going to be generous with these rewards. You're going to be sharing with these rewards. So we see that also in Acts chapter 20. Let's go ahead and read down. He says, Take heed to yourselves and to all the flock, verse 28, 
over the which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing, Paul says, after I'm gone, grievous wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. You gotta be protective of your flock, diligent, involved, as Proverb 27 says. Also of your own selves, that is among the elders of the church, men will arise, and sometimes they will speak perverse things to draw away disciples after themselves. That's what happened really when the church left its faithfulness for Catholicism, was men rose up trying to draw people after themselves and thus creating a hierarchy which is not biblical. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years, I didn't stop warning everyone night and day with tears. So Paul was with the Ephesians for three years. And now I'm commending you to God and to the word of his grace, Paul is about to leave, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. The end game, he's looking, he's forward looking, he's being proactive because he sees the, re the rewards that are at the end. And then he says, I've coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. Yeah, yourselves also know that these hands, Paul's hands, have ministered to his necessities and to those that were with him. He was a tent maker. He didn't try to take money from the Christians there. He provided his own living, he says. I have showed you all things, how that so laboring you ought to support the weak, and to be, be diligent, be protective, support the weak, and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Be generous. This is not all about you. As the Proverbs writer said, you're going to have enough to take care of yourself and your handmaidens and your servants. This shepherd was a generous shepherd. So the four characteristics from Proverbs that we have are diligent, involved in the lives of the sheep, thoughtful of the end game, knowing that there will be rewards or deficits, punishments, personal, this is about your future comfort, not just the comfort of the sheep, but it's personal to you. It's about what you will be like at the end of your shepherding. And verse 27 of the proverb be generous, share, be a protector of those who are helping you get to the get to the end game, which is for us heaven. So I believe that uh, Proverbs 27 and Acts chapter 20, we can draw a direct line from Proverbs 27 to Acts chapter 20. Proverbs 27 seems to be about the literal shepherd taking care of the sheep and then in Acts 20, beginning in verse 28, we have the shepherds of the congregation. And we really have the same characteristics ascribed to those shepherds as were mentioned hundreds of years before in Proverbs 27. Diligence, thoughtfulness of the end game, taking it personally, knowing that my future is at stake as a shepherd of, of God's people, if if I am a man and I am a shepherd. And lastly, generous. It's not just about providing for myself. It's about protecting 
the church of God and giving an account for those souls that are in my charge one day. All right, I hope you're having a good day, and I hope the study is beneficial. Today, actually, when I'm recording this, is podcast day, so I'm excited about the first video podcast of The Crown. Have a good one.